0: You know, there's the customary old Proverbs that goes something like this. March comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb. Or is that April? Oh no, maybe it's April showers. They bring May flowers. Here at Shepherd, in our Shepherd worship, we're focused on the reality that the run-up to Easter, the season of Lent in the Christian church's calendar, is a season that is stormy. It is meant to bring dark clouds, thunder, lightning into our souls so that by the time we reach Easter, by the time we reach the moment where Jesus Christ walks victoriously out of a tomb, we know that we've reached the calm, the calm of paradise, and we truly are blessed. You know, as I think about this text from Mark chapter 1, I'm struck by the fact that there are a lot of storms implicit, if not explicit in it. On the one side, and in no particular order, there is the thunderous voice of God that breaks through the regularity of life on earth and says, Hey, by the way, this guy coming up out of the water, this is my son whom I love, and you may want to listen to him. While on the one side, that seems like a glorious something to have happen to you, the fact of the matter is, when God thunders from heaven and makes such a declaration to people who are living on earth, probably indicates there's something wrong. Uh, number two, uh, Jesus is cast into the wilderness. He's out with wild animals. He's in primal nature. This son of God who lives in heaven, who knows the glory of God's grandeur and brilliance, he is now slumming it with the uh, hyenas out in the back 40. That is very disconcerting. That's a pretty stormy experience itself. And then finally, not to be overlooked, by the time you reach the end of this narrative, Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 15, we see John having his head served up on a platter. Literally, that's what we come to find out is that John was beheaded. This is the entry sequence of God's voice, Jesus with the wild animals, and John's execution by which we come not only into the book of Mark's gospel, we come into the season of Lent. As I mentioned, the season of Lent in the Christian calendar always begins with a retelling of the temptation of Jesus Christ after his baptism in the wilderness. Storm before any kind of calm. You know, by nature, we human beings are stormy people. Um, you don't have to look around you very hard to see how stormy we can be. Salty in our words, um, very aggressive in our actions. I mean, we we not only call it reckless driving, we call it aggressive driving. We not only say that um, that people invade something, no, 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 they storm into it. We are stormy people. Can you believe that as Christians we are actually called to embrace that? Not the dark side of our personality, but the fact of the matter is God wants us to be in a constant state of storminess when it comes to how we evaluate our lives, take stock of our moral character. Um, consider how it is we are living our lives and how we are raising our children and grandchildren to do the same. We are meant to be stormy people when it comes to our Christian faith. And the question I have for you is this, what kind of spiritual meteorologist have you become? To what degree are you able to look into your life and say beyond the character flaws that you may have, here are the places where I wrestle with God the most. Here's where I wrestle with who I am and bring that who I am to God's throne and say, God, here I am, save me. The reason why we start with the temptation of Jesus is because every day of Lent we are meant to wrestle with the temptation that we each experience in our own soul, in our own person. And that uh, phrase, spiritual meteorologist, is used for a purpose. You and I are intended to be, each and every day of our Christian lives, the kind of people who take stock of the storms at work in each of us. And to embrace those storms as part of our personality, that's true, but also to bring those storms to God's throne and say, Lord, calm these storms, even out these seas in which my boat is, is sailing. Help me, God, so that I can reach the calm that you intend for me and that you ultimately deliver at Easter. Um, I I just don't want to take it for granted. You may have noticed that I'm uh, dressed a little down for this uh, sermon today, for this message. I have my buffalo plaid on. Um, This past week, eh, we know that we've been watching here in America a storm, a winter storm with frigid temperatures go from uh, west to east, from north to south. It has engulfed our whole country. Uh, unless, frankly, you live down here in Phoenix. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to be aggressive or anything. I'm just saying. And so I thought, because we do have Shepherd family, we have Shepherd family members who are listening to this sermon right now, and they are up in the frigid tundra of Wisconsin. They are living in the snow-covered streets of Chicago. They are trying to get water and electricity in the frozen land of Abilene, Texas, Dallas, San Antonio, I thought for the sake of being fair, I would at least represent here in Scottsdale an awareness that this winter storm is overwhelming. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I realize is that sometimes you just need some company while you're going through the winter storms. I did not want to show up, in other words, here for this digital worship service dressed in some short sleeve polo shirt with a nice tan on. No, no, no. I. I want you to know we are thinking about you. We are praying for the well-being of our country. We are praying for the homeless, the under-resourced throughout our land who are having to endure these cold, frigid days in very uncertain circumstance. We take heart in knowing that we are, are navigating these storms together. Even if some of us may have an easier time here in Phoenix, um, you are not unaware uh, to us of what's going on. Um, you know, that's kind of a metaphor, really. It's an image, an analogy by which we get at the season of Lent. The season of Lent is meant to be walked together as a community of faith, some of us with heavier storms, some of us with just a light drizzle, walking nevertheless toward that day when Jesus Christ, by his grace, comes bodily out of a grave and says, Your sins are forgiven, your guilt is atoned for, and your entry into heaven is secure. The storms before the calm. But the storms will always give way to the calm because God is a God of grace. You don't have to wear buffalo plaid. Heck, you don't even have to wear sackcloth and ashes to be a Christian. But what you do have to do is embrace the storms that are by nature at work in us. And even as Christians, still antagonize us. And know that by God's grace, He walks with you through those storms. And he brings you to paradise on the other side of all of them. Pray with me, would you? Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your grace. The way you help us navigate choppy waters, dark skies, and give us a hope that can never fade or spoil or perish. Lead us through these storms and bring us safely to the other side where we see Jesus rise bodily from the grave, victorious the author of hope, the author of calmer days. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, thanks for joining us. God's blessings to you and blessed Lent as we make our way now toward the celebration of Easter.